welcome to The Purple Mic. I am your host, Erica Mason, and I am joined tonight by my co-host, Oscar Spearman of Oscar Spearman Photography. Oscar, how are you tonight? I'm fantastic. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> my beautiful and amazing friend, Jalan and Hakuko31. How are you, Jalan? I am good. How are you guys? Amazing. Good to see you. We missed you in the last episode, so it's refreshing to have you back. Like, oh, great. On levels. I feel your energy already. Jamal at jhulk305. Chef Jamal. How are you, Chef? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Feeling good. Awesome. Well, we appreciate all of you for rocking out with us. Um, we are now officially on our 10th episode. Um, we really, really appreciate all of the love and the support that you've shown our crew. It has definitely been a roller coaster. We've talked about highs and lows. We've talked about love, sex. We've talked about dating. We've talked about trauma, unresolved trauma, so many things. And we thank you guys for tuning in and watching us. Tonight, we are going around in a circle to allow you guys to not only get to know us, but to, to unwrap the psychology in men and women and get to know what their uh, thought process is like. So uh, without further ado, let's get started. I'm going to go on ahead and start with Oscar. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, when I look good, it smells good, of course. Ooh. All right. Nice. Yeah. Okay. You look like you smell good. Yeah, you look like you yeah. smell good. <laughs> I wear this particular cologne that I finally found the one that works for me. And I'll be driving through the drive-through, and women will be like, "Oh, what does that smell?" Or just walking through the mall. So yeah, I would say, when I look good, it smells good. Gotcha. Okay. When I'm able to just be myself in all aspects of um, being with a partner, not having to hide anything, not having to like um, be secretive or anything like that. So just being myself, really. I think what Jalon said is very important. Oftentimes women are in relationships and you're kind of, you know, putting on that first um, impression, like when you first met, you know, the lipstick and um, your hair. Yeah, and all the time. Yeah. yeah, just always having to feel like you have to look good. But it's like when you're with someone and you could be naked with them spiritually, mentally, that is the dopest feeling. But I think like financially, when I'll, my bills are paid and I'm free to just go for the month and <laughs> you know, my spirit is fed, you know, I feel good when I feel the most confident. I don't think that it's um, anything external, so. Oh, I can't say that online. I, <laughs> I was young. Give us the tea, Crazy. right? Ooh. I love your honesty, though. That was dope. Right. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you this. It involves a girl and it involves a window. And me outside, I was no longer outside. So, so one can assume you went through the window. <laughs> and through my mouth. Without you saying yes. anything, I think I'm putting the piece hey, in. Hey, if, that, if, that's okay. what, if that's what you interpret, yes. <laughs> That was my past life, so. Uh-huh. I'll say that for the record. I'll be calling you after this. You deal with doors now, no windows. 
<laughs> but in Miami, you know, windows were easy. So, but anyway. <laughs> you were with me, Erica, when I cut my hair. When I really cut my oh, hair short, I had a pixie cut. And that was the very first time that I went that short. And it was a freeing experience. It was a different experience. I'll never do it again. But I stepped out of my comfort zone to do something I had never done before. And of course, you were there. How did your partner at that time, how did he accept it? Because I remember your partner. He actually partner. loved it. He yeah. did. He, he received it well. Because, um, you know, it's risky when you're doing something like that dramatic. Um, right. And you have a partner and they're like used to seeing you with a certain hairstyle or a certain length of hair. But he received it well. So I was happy about that, too. <laughs> Me, when I at my comfort zone? I'm gonna tell you the first time I put my lips on some toes. Ooh. Out of my feet. Out of my feet. So you know that was really that was something different for me. And but you know, I had to make sure everything was well. Didn't act a fool. Just did what I had to do. Right. Right. That was definitely out of my That is jokes. Especially yeah. as, a, as a chef, you know, you got a taste test, right? Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure it's uh, right. <laughs> right. I had to make, yeah, no, no corns. No corns. No bun and corns. Wow. No toad jam. Why are all those food groups? <laughs> right. Morocco, hands down. Oh. I definitely want to go to Casablanca. I just feel drawn to the culture for some reason. Um, and it, I would want to go my first time with that significant other so we both can experience it. So I would say Morocco. Nice. Mm -hmm. okay. Experience the culture, the food, the colors, yeah. the architecture, you know, just everything. Yeah. Morocco. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Jalan. I would have to say probably Fiji, the, you know, the, the like Bora Bora, because I love the water and the pictures that I've seen look so amazing. Um, and I just want to just be out there just, ah, just taking in paradise. So like Tahiti, you know, those, those play French, the French Polynesian side. The Maldives around there. Like those type of places, like I'm a water baby, so same thing. Taking Bora Bora, you know, Fiji, you know, all those type of places. I love to go and just spend my time, relax on the beach, and you know, have that nice breeze hit you, the sun get those nice sun rays hit you. Yes, y'all come back all tanned and bronzy, right? <laughs> Some of the babies yeah. on the way. Yeah. <laughs> For myself, I've always wanted to go to the Kenya Manor in Africa, and I've always wanted to just kind of like have a partner who I can do like um, missionary work with and just kind of like oh. learn and be deep in my own culture. And while I wouldn't visit Africa alone, that's something I would definitely do with a partner. So I think that would be mine, just to wake up and feed giraffes. I love giraffes. So like to have one in my face and <laughs> experience my heritage, I think that would be awesome. So fellas uh -huh. who are watching, anybody who's watching, so you heard what the lady said, right? They are taking application right now. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who knows anything and you can you can afford, right? Fiji, 
Kenya. Yeah. You got to bring it. You got to bring it. So send your applications to purplemike at gmail.com. Shameless plug. Okay. Just to show some interest in uh, what you guys find attractive. I'm going to turn off the sequence for a moment. I'm going to start with the guys. Okay. Oscar. Ooh, my all-time favorite celebrity crush, Felicia Rashad. Right. Okay. Madam Hustle. Yes. Cool. Till this day, every time I see her on, on television or public speaking, my heart melts. So she she's classy. You know, she's how she carries herself, how she speaks you know, just all around, you know, all around solid, you know. Wow. So that's who, that's who it would be. Incredible. Come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Think about that one. Uh, I would have to say Denzel Washington. I just feel yeah. like he is just such an incredible individual. Just, you know, the body of work that he has done the philanthropy work that he's done, the impact he's just had on the industry and just in people's lives um, with mentorship and just taking young actors on and, you know, showing them the way. And I feel like he's such an upstanding person that he would just be an interesting um, person to just, you know, be around and talk to and get knowledge from and you know, um, gain a lot of wisdom and, you know, um, experience from. So yeah, Denzel. Okay, for me, I have so many, <laughs> of course I do. My <laughs> <laughs> and I hate we can only list one because I want to go down my list. But, um, you can throw in I a second one. Huh? We can throw in a second one. I can throw in a second one. You can throw in two. Okay. <laughs> Awesome. Um, I really love, okay, so I don't know if anyone, this might be too retro for a lot of our viewers, but I love Billy D. Williams back in his prime. Mm. I, I remember him in Lady Sings the Blues. Oh my gosh. Like just the chivalry. He was masculine, his energy, um, the protection and the security that he gave that woman. And um, I think even Mahogany with Diana Ross. He was in both of those movies, I believe, but I just remember Billy Dee Williams and I'm like, man, that's that's what I envision in a man. My second one would be Richard Gere. Richard Gere is impeccable in all of his movies. <laughs> and there's like this, this fantasy I have where he is just like, not only is he so hot, but Pretty Woman is one of my favorite movies and I always cry at the end. Um, just the way he looks at her, his thought process when he's thinking about her. Um, I've seen him in Nights of Rodanthe with Diane Lane. Um, so many others I can call out, but his masculinity and his energy that comes through. Stunning. Okay. Maybe we need to flip this question. Like, okay, you're blushing actually. Like, okay. Yeah. Let's turn the heat up. Right. We're a fan, y'all. Right. More of the physical aspect. <laughs> I like Dre. Who? I like Dre. Dre? Dre and Michelle. Oh. I like Dre. She's beautiful. Yeah. But but the other one, spiritually wise, man, give me Erica Badu any day. Right. Love me some Erica. <laughs> Love some 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Drea because Drea is dope. I, I had to think about who she was for a minute, but yeah, she's dope. Body is banging, and she's a businesswoman and very, mm-hmm. very, very gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Um, Jamal, just to tap into your interest, um, as Oscar did, what is it about Drea and Erica Badu that turns you on? Everybody is a beautiful woman. Uh, hands down she's everything and she's her spiritual her spiritualism is great she's a doula she's already delivered 30 over 30 babies she has she's down to earth she's into um astrology horoscope she's connected to metaphysical you know so she's all the things that i like stones crystals you know very spiritual uh, the erica is that she's that one that's why everybody yeah, changes I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, you're, the, you're that one too erica you know you're that one as well no. so, <laughs> that's hey she's like you said she's bad she got a business and she knows she's beautiful but she's she's confident wait she's not uh she's she's down to earth from the interviews and things that i've seen she doesn't seem too stuck up up there like that so you know, she had a good vibe. I follow her, so and she has a good vibe to her, you know. Yeah. Nice woman. Loyal. Loyalty can come at a price. <laughs> when I ride for you, I ride for you. I have your back no matter what. All day, every day. And that's really important to me to be reciprocated as well. So loyalty is mine. Um, definitely trustworthy. Uh, hands down, 125% trustworthy. Um, and I get things done. You can trust me to get things done for the family, for you if you're following your own vision. Trustworthy, and I get stuff done. I make stuff happen. Uh, I deliver it all. I just love. I give as much love as I can. You know, so, you know, relentless. So I don't give up. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. Don't give up. If anything happens, I fight for our relationship. I think my best trait is I'm a hard lover. So when I love, I love so hard where it could, it could endanger me to a point where, you know, your spirit is just collapsed and, um, I think, you know, there have been even times with me and Jalon where she's like, you never leave the house because you're so consumed in, you know, your partnership and your loyalty and devotion to someone else. Like that's totally unhealthy. Um, yeah. So I have to catch myself sometimes in, in that because, you know, it's kind of like, although you are in a relationship, you are a part of that person's life. You're not their whole life. So vice versa, you need to make sure that you have an equal balance, but I am um, devoted. Yeah. because I'm loyal, it keeps me there. Where sometimes it's like, uh, you should have been gone. But, you know, I love hard to, to the point where I feel like I just have hope that things will turn around. But at the same time, it sometimes hurts me in the end. So loving too hard can be, you know, a detriment to yourself if you do it too hard. I'm still in transition, you know, I'm still developing. So. Before I would have said something different, but right now I say affection. Right now, before I said it previously, 
and another um, session we had that you got to find yourself, you know? And then when a man find, gets to that goal, then he's able to get more of himself. So I know right now I'm not all the way at my goal and my affection is not where it should be. And I say right now, that's probably my worst trait. It's actually one of the love languages too. So, you know, um, I think it's called personal touch. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> it's clenching a fist. I, said, no. I know my worst, worst trait, I would say sometimes um, when I get in a relationship, I may try to please that person too much to where I lose my own voice. I try to adapt too much. And um, when I need to be more straightforward and honest, I may take a passive aggressive approach because I don't wanna you know, ruin a good relationship. But I've heard it said that whatever you compromise will keep you gonna eventually lose anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I would say that, you know, just, yeah, I can go so many directions. With that, that is so dope, it's true. Yeah, yeah. great. Um, mine, I'm a tourist. I get lazy sometimes and sometimes mm. I overindulge. So I could possibly just not want to do anything that day. And sometimes, you know, commitments, they call for discipline. You have to get up and cook. I know for myself, that has been um, a, a hard point in my relationships in the past. It's just kind of like, I need my space. I need my time. I get lazy. <laughs> it's like, I don't want to do nothing. So um, I think you kind of like have to balance your, your soul and your spirituality and understand with all things, there's, there comes discipline. You have to be selfless and give. You think about your future and your peace. I'll say it again, your peace <laughs> and compromising your peace. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Pretty simple. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Certainly what is settling down? Marriage, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> Getting on one knee, having a ring, proposing. You're like, I you know that along those lines. Jamal over here with two ladies, he's like, what's settling down? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I definitely see myself getting married. You know, again, I would be more cautious. Um, it's a lot, you know, that I would say, but yeah, definitely. I mean, we weren't put on this earth to be alone, so why? You know, yeah. I would want a partner this time, not just a marriage, because I've been there, done that. Definitely need a partner, you know, somebody that we can click together. If we, you know, we're gonna walk together, we agree to walk together, we're gonna do this thing together, so. Marriage was definitely in the cards for me. And like Oscar said, we weren't created to be alone. I feel like God put this desire in us to want to be together and, and flourish and have a family or, you know, or even if you don't have children, just have a partnership. And I totally agree with Oscar with not just having a marriage, but being with someone who can, with someone who can be your partner. Um, and one of my friends who um, I asked that question, like, you know, what does it take to be married? She said that she told me that, you know, what she lacked in her marriage you know, before she got divorced was that she wasn't taught to be a partner. She was just taught to get things like get a house, get a car, get, you know, good credit. But I feel like when you become 
who you are supposed to be and then you find somebody who can walk with you through life, I think that's what a marriage is. Not just attaining things, but actually having someone to walk beside you the whole way through. Mm. So yeah, I definitely agree with that point. And we're taking applications at purplemike at you know gmail.com. <laughs> For anyone watching, carry on. Again, mercy. Okay. Jelan and Ambrose gonna be full in the morning. Okay. Right. Be like, I can't take no more messages. All right, Jamal, let's spin it back to you now that you got the definition of what settling down is. Right. Put yourself down. You know, um, <laughs> nothing wrong with settling down at all. You, it depends on you know, it depends on the person. Like some people might believe in polygamy. You know, you can settle down with more than one, two or three, <laughs> four. You know, there's nothing wrong with that, y'all. There's a lot of people out there that really enjoy it. You know, so, but you know, it's okay. I can settle down settle down nicely. Okay. It's too old. Okay. It's too old. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, it takes a village to raise the children. It's a wanderlust. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Jamal's taken a lot of applications too. Right. Send your applications to purplemike at gmail.com. <laughs> attention Jamal. Right, attention Jamal. Hey, yes. Attention Jamal. Hey. Take care of everything. I'll take care of everything. Be done. Don't worry. Use my hands. I cook. I clean. Get some toes. And, right? Yes. We got it all. Yeah. Nothing toes, man. Package. I don't do. <laughs> Gumbo and toes. Okay. <laughs> a lot of love to go around. Right. Right. You definitely will be satisfied. Belly satisfied. <laughs> Definitely. You can't. Hey, that's how you want a woman. Hey. Okay. And you can cook. Oh, okay, Jamal. So let's say beautiful woman. She has all the traits that she like. She take off her shoes, but she doesn't have all 10 toes. She has eight. Are you still good? Why you stop? <laughs> I get, hey, hey, look, look, look. I mean, it depends on what toes, because, you know, one of the toes <laughs> makes it all balance, you know, so. <laughs> Can't walk with the. <laughs> we gotta stop. You gotta be nice. All right, all right, all right. Next question. You gotta have a big toe at least, right? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> at least a bit. Yeah. Next question. Um, it would definitely have to be somebody I am best friends with, though. Like, I don't even want to think about love and relationship right. and right. obligation. I just, I want to enjoy being with you every day. And no yeah. matter what our dreams and our visions are, we come together and it's just like, right. this person is just like invigorating and they electrify me. So yeah, I mean, if I rock out with somebody and I have that spiritual connection with them and it just works, hell yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's finding your twin flame. So basically, if you find your twin flame, then you're good to go because you know when you have your twin flame. That's the mirror of yourself. Right. So you have to mirror yourself. There's nothing that really goes wrong. Only thing you'll go against each other in the beginning because it doesn't feel real. This person is, how can this person be like me? This, no, I, it's, it's, it, it, it freaks you. You're afraid, you know? So 
That's what really happens. But a lot of people run away from their twin flame. You just got to stay open up and embrace the, some of the people that come into your life and realize that who that person is. So don't ever try to shut people out without finding out who they really are. You better get that wisdom, boy. Jamal <laughs> likes a triple flame, though. You said... Well... <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Um, I would definitely say um, my sister and my brother-in-law. Okay. I've watched mm. them for a while growing up, and I watched how they have evolved together, and I've watched how they have embodied that best friend mentality and they they just move as one yeah. you know they are on the same page they laugh with each other they treat each other with respect and it's not fake or phony it's like totally who they are to each other and so i always said that that i just wanted to emulate that in my my marriage my relationship because it's so real to me knowing them and knowing who they personally are it's something that I, I see for myself. So definitely my brother and sister, my, well, I'd say my brother and sister, my sister, my brother-in-law, but um, for sure, they have and have what it takes to have a successful marriage. How many years have they been married? Um, I think they've been married at least 22 years. Awesome. So you can have the quarrels and the ins and outs and right. how they work together to build yeah. family. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a couple that I follow. Their name is um, Zach and Jody Gray. They're actually professional photographers. And just the way how they flow with each other, you know, and not only with their family life, but their business. You know, they're both photographers, like I said, but just how they, they flow and how they speak to each other, how they run their business and they're very very successful i mean very successful um they travel the country they do seminars it, it, for the industry but just that connection again their name is zach and jody gray they have four three or four beautiful kids and just to see how they support each other how they talk to again how they talk to each other you can tell that they're walking they have a family vision you know um it's not Zach's vision and then Jody comes along it's both of their vision and because of that they built a beautiful thing so I really admire them for that. This is a difficult question because I really don't hmm Jeopardy music as not that you ask but have seen a, a very successful relationship to as a model, I'm blank right now. With Eddie George and Taj from SWV, I watched the show Black Love, and they were on the panel. And I really love the things that they said about their relationship. But I used to have a crush on Eddie George. I don't know what woman doesn't have a crush on Eddie George. Um, <laughs> he is, he, the way he speaks about his wife, and you know anyone being in um, you know an athlete in the sports industry, you know there's a lot. And of course, she's in the music industry, but they kept it so close knit for so many years. I think they're on their um, 
almost 15th year of marriage or something like that. And I mean, just the way that they work and bounce off of each other. They're very public and they display a lot of their love um, on social media for the world to see. And I love the way this woman never has to alter who she is. Mm. He accepts her as she is. Um, her weight has gone up and down. You know, she changes her look all the time. Um, we all have flaws, you know, I can't even imagine being in an industry like the music industry and you know what that comes with. But the fact that you can come home every day and have a man who accepts you for you and just um, both of them being in the entertainment industry, I'm sure they have so many things thrown at them, you know. Um, but the way that they care and nurture their relationship and their bond, their children, and you get to see that organic growth, it seems truthful, it seems real, authentic, that is inspiring to me. Because um, I don't, I mean, for me, I couldn't imagine that it could get any harder. Alongside that couple, I would have to um, probably shout out two other people Boris Kojo and Nicole Arifa. Oh. Parker. They both, too. Yeah. No scandals. They're both right. sexy people. Right. I love right. it. And yeah. you know, I remember them on Soul Food many years ago. And um, just to see them blossoming with their kids today. Now, it's not to say these people are perfect. We don't see what goes on behind right. their doors and their walls and everything. Right. But, you know, for what these people endure in that industry and just to kind of see them as married couples, I think that is very, very uh, That's why I couldn't give an answer for what you just said. Because, you know, when we see on the outside, everybody, people like we see celebrities married, what, 25, 30 years? And they say, you know, he's like, getting in the book. What? Yeah. They've been together and we think it just looks like everything's good from the outside, but exactly. we don't know what's going on. So that's why I said it's kind of hard for me to answer that because exactly. I went through it. Everybody thought my relationship with my baby mom, they saw everything on the outside. They, everybody's like, oh, we want to be like y'all. We want to be like y'all. Everything. Yo guys look so good together. And I'd be like, man. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If y'all <laughs> <laughs> right. um hands down my dad taught me to respect women hands down um and he started with making sure that i respected my mom and he demonstrated that you know up until the day that he passed you know what i mean so i would say to respect women to honor women to listen to women and my dad is old school you know, I mean, old, old school, but, you know, um, he taught me about respecting women. And it's okay to cook, fellas, right, Jamal? That's what my dad taught me. It's okay to cook and know how to cook. <laughs> the United Front. Um, when you are having issues, if not for the world to see, um, a lot of things should be kept at home um but i think it's just having mutual respect for each other right and always treating each other as you would want to be treated that's what i learned from my parents i learned a lot from my dad my dad had four different baby mamas <laughs> <laughs> it taught me a lot. <laughs> you know, it really did. <laughs> you know, he's still a good man. He taught me a lot. He's from the country, still old school. Uh, 
And from him, like I said, respect. He taught me how to respect women. Definitely that. You know, he wasn't, he, he, he got around, but he didn't <laughs> disrespect women like that, you know. Right. Right. And, um, and hard worker. He taught me how to be a hard worker. You know, a woman doesn't want a man that's not a hard worker, for real. And that, that's an attribute that you're supposed to have as a man. And um, my mom, my mom taught me how to be that, <clears throat> taught me how to listen, you know. I listen very well, I listen all the time. I'm, I'm always the ear. I'm an ear, I've been an ear since I was young. Because I guess that's from being around all the women, raised around all the women, aunts and grandmas and moms and all the women on that side. So, you know, I learned a lot from her. Oh, uh, that was just so like I want. That was kind of emotional because it's mm. so real and raw. Right. Thank right. you, mom. My mom is a go-getter, man. She has been through a lot, and my mom just got married. She's fifty-seven today, so she's transformed the single life to having to now be a wife. <laughs> For me, I've always known my mom to be active you know she's never been spineless to have to hear that a man helped my mom even pick up something with a flatbed truck i wouldn't believe it like my mom is a go-getter and when she has a vision it's like it's done it's executed so she definitely um instilled that in me um my father i think i'm with jamal on that one you know he kind of taught me what not to do and what I mean by that is, you know, just procrastinating and, you know, kind of giving up when things get hard. My dad was kind of like intermittently <clears throat> in my life, excuse me. So it was just kind of like, you know, he did things when it was convenient for him. So, um, you know, you take the good with the bad. And I guess I've learned, you know, what not to do um, in my experience with my father. But yeah, my mom, she's, I think as you get older, you become best friends with your parents. And today, my mom and I, we are extremely close. And in the past, now we are best friends. So I have to say, like, I'm enjoying her. And I think her tenacity is what helps me to stay driven. Sometimes it's, you know, the history of our relationships and things that we've seen that really make us who we are as people in our relationships, of course. I've enjoyed this so much. We have rocked out for an entire 10 episodes. We have seen each other and we hooked up, had fun. What were your first impressions of one another when you first met? Let's date back to March 20th. For those of you who have not already watched episode six, we had our first meet and greet. Some of us didn't even know each other and uh, we came together and the vibe that night was beyond this world. When I tell you for nine strangers on one panel, we had the most amazing night. What were your first impressions of one another? I was seeing Oscar, I said, oh, we got old Barry White ass. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Like, I'll take <laughs> no, it. I, I thought I'd say, I, I knew, I, just from him speaking, I could tell, you know what I'm saying, that, so that's a good man right there, you know, no homo, but you know, that's, it's a real good man, handsome man, you know what I'm saying, got his stuff together, so yeah.
good black man right there. So, so I can go ahead and we can definitely hook up and do certain things together and make things better for our future, you know? And you guys were actually on the men's discussion together. So you guys have had your own collaboration. That was dope to watch too. And for those of you who haven't seen that, that's episode seven. Just pitching it out there. <laughs> you guys did great. <laughs> so Jamal, when you met Jalon for the first time, what was your first impression? Well, I've seen Jalon. Well, I've never met Jalon, but I've seen Jalon. He's been about oh, 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> I watched the long grow <laughs> through the picture. <laughs> From here to here. <laughs> yes. So, but it was when I met her, it was just pleasure. I thought it would be just as much a pleasure when I first uh, saw her, saw her pictures. She's a beautiful woman. That is a long, very beautiful. And I, I couldn't wait to meet you, actually. So, okay, yeah, I've seen so many, I've heard about you all the time. Right. You know, so, again, <laughs> wonderful, magnificent Erica. Hmm. We met, like I said, about 10 years ago. 10, 11, maybe? No, 11 years ago now. Yeah. So, when I first met Erica, I was like, hmm, I want to get her. I want to get her. <laughs> What's your number? Let me, hey, hit, my, hit, hit me up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really, you know, but when I watched how she was growing as well, I said, that's a that's a nice woman as well. She wasn't stuck. I thought, just from her pictures, I thought her visual, I said, oh, she's going to be kind of uppity, a little stuck up, you know, she might be into herself because she was a very beautiful woman. And you would think that it's a little intimidating. So <clears throat> when I got a chance to talk to her, speak with her, she said, oh, man, this is my homie right here. We're gonna be friends to be friends to the end. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Jamal. Episode. Yeah, always. We have, you know, there there's always those moments where you can talk to your friends and you know who your real friends are, you know. So definitely, you know, and, and no judgment zone for real. <laughs> well, when I first met Jamal in person, I mean we we kicked it, I mean, instantly. You know what I mean? We, we have a mutual interest, you know what I mean? For guns, <laughs> you know, and home protection, family protection. So we instantly kind of talked pretty much a lot about that. Um, and definitely I admire a man that can cook, but not only can he cook, he's a chef. Right. So I think we're all on the panel waiting to, you know, try some of his um, good food. But I would say definitely just the, the personality, straightforward. Sometimes, you know, he doesn't hold back, right? He tells it like right. it is. So I thought that was real, um, really good. In terms of Jalan, first time I saw her, I was like, dang, she's the bomb. So full disclosure, right? But I was, you know, I was, I was in a different place and whatnot. So I didn't, anyway. So yeah, I was like, man, you know, she's the bomb, great personality. I was like, man, I wanted to see her smile more. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, she, and even her answers, you know what I mean? Uh, when she would give answers, it would be straight from the heart. Um, and I, I was really impressed by that. You know what I mean? It wasn't, well, I'm just on a show and I just want to give like the perfect answer. Like, hey, this is who I am. You know, don't mess with me. I'll cut you out from up north. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. 
So that's what I thought. So and then E. Oh boy. Call it. So my first time meeting Eric, I think I mentioned it before, was I reached out to her through Model Mayhem. You know, I was I work with models, you know, men, women, and whatnot. And I was scrolling through one day because uh, I was working on my portfolio, opening a new studio. And I saw this face, you know, and not, her pictures were not like everybody else. People were showing butts and chests and all that stuff. And she just had some very graceful pictures. And I was like, man, you know what? That's somebody I want to work with. So I, I believe I messaged her through Model Mayhem or emailed her, I think. And she actually responded, I think, a day or so later. We connected on the phone. And I want to say that first conversation it was like we knew each other for 10, 20 years. And like, she's my sister now, you know, ride or die. You know, she has my back, I have her back. You know, we talk dang there every day, you know, for the most part, but yeah, so. Oh and of course, Eric is the bomb. Eric is the bomb, everybody knows that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> Oscar, all these nice things. I have nice things. I know. Even Oscar. I'm like teary eyed over here. Seriously. Yeah. When I first met Oscar, we were pulling up because I was riding with Erica to the venue and we were pulling up and we had flowers and he was, you know, outside to greet us. And I was like, wow, he is such a gentleman. Um, and then when we pulled up, he was like, where are you guys going to park? And he was like, can I take those flowers for you? I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is thinking ahead of just, oh, hi, nice to meet you. He actually put forth the effort to be a gentleman to us and make sure that we got up to the restaurant safely, that if we had anything in our hands that we needed carried, he took it from us. And I was really highly impressed. I was like, this is a good man right here. Um, and just talking to him, his demeanor, his personality, um, what he has to say, I, I, I take to, you know, full attention. Um, I feel like he is an asset to this, this panel um, to, you know, share his experiences and just, you know, give his expertise on just, you know, being himself, you know, and just teaching others how to, you know, navigate through life as a male. And even with, you know, the comments with women, um, just with the relationship piece, Right. You know, putting it together. Um, so yeah, that I was really impressed with your your demeanor, your mannerisms, you know, everything. So you know, and the dimple, don't forget the dimple. And the dimple. Yeah, the dimple. <laughs> that episode was the dimple six. in there. Yes. He talks about the dimple. Yes. And where it originated from and how he's had it all his life. That's right. <laughs> right. Afro-Caribbean descent, you know, Cuban and right. Jamaican. And you know, I connected on that because my family's from Trinidad. So, you know, we had a lot right. of common. Um, when it comes to that as well. So, yeah, it was dope meeting you for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and he's handsome. Got that debonair smile. All right, so when I met Jamal, he came in a little bit later, um, but he was also a gentleman. Um, he greeted everyone with a warm smile and just, you know, had, has a great personality. Um, when I heard that he was a chef, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get him in that kitchen. Right. I can't wait to sample right. some food. But it's really impressive that you have a career as a chef. You know, a lot of times men tinkle in the kitchen, but to actually pursue that and, you know, um, know your way around the kitchen professionally, that's dope to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's the skill set that not a lot of 
black men have um, being a professional in that field. So I was really impressed by that. Um, conversation was great. He made me laugh. You know, he's very um, amicable. You know, we just had a really, really nice time. Handsome guy as well, you know, carries himself well, well-spoken. Um, and I couldn't, you know, had had a better night that night when we all got together. It felt like we knew each other from ages ago. No one missed the beat, conversation flow. We all had an amazing time. So I was grateful to meet you as well in the flesh. So um, yeah. All right, mm -hmm. down to the wire. Erica's been a part of my life for ooh, a long time, very wow. long time. She has cared for my child. That's her nephew now, well, been her nephew. She's cared for my son. And that's the most precious gift that God can give you. So when you put your child in someone's care, you tell that you're saying you trust that person. And ever since then, we have been riding since that time. I mean, for me to meet someone who was like my age, like-minded, just an amazing, amazing soul. Mm not just a person, a soul mm. that meshes with you to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. She's been there for me through a lot of things that could have taken me out. <laughs> and I just appreciate who you are. I appreciate what you're doing. You know, God really has his hand on your life and um, just yeah. keep doing what you're doing. You are making an impact in my life, my son's life. You know, the people that are watching, God has destined you for greatness and, you know, continue to shine, continue to be that diamond that he has, you know, put you under that pressure to be, you know, it causes you to shine even, in, even brighter through the things that you've been through and just being there for me as, as a sister, as a best friend, I can, there's so many things I could say, but I want to keep it short, <laughs> but I just love you from the bottom of my heart. You know, all of our, our adventures, bears. You know, I didn't think I was gonna throw that one in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I actually needed you to make me laugh because I'm getting ready to fall. Oh, bears, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I, it's indescribable. So, you know, I love you to death. Love you I love you to life. I love you. I love you too, Joe. Oh my gosh. Ah! I'm gonna start with Jamal. I feel like it was 10 years plus ago because when I tell you this man is like the foundation, I've been off and on um, in conversation with Jamal throughout the years. But every time I talk to Jamal, my spirit shoots up where some people like your own parent can just make you feel like, oh, I guess, you know, thanks for the wisdom. Okay, all right, I gotta go, bye. Jamal is like, you know what? Get your ass up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. today. <laughs> you know, right. he's not happening. I can tell Jamal anything. And like I said, like two times tonight, it's a no judgment zone. Like, you know, it's just immediate. Like, what your ass doing? <laughs> you know, he's, he's not hurting me, you know? But he's so strong, right. so intelligent. Just the other day, we were talking about Black history, and you know, even um, you know, he was kind of telling me about just you know the origin of certain things, and I'm just like, God, wisdom, depth, richness, 
you know, um, he sent me videos of, you know, throughout the years of, you know, just his, his kids and, you know, how he has to juggle business and, you know, just watching him and, and starting businesses and just carrying it all as a, as a man, you know, I don't know how he does it. He makes it look effortless. When I came to Jamal and I asked him to be a part of this panel, I introduced my idea to him. He did not waver. It was an immediate yes. I got your back. Let's do it. I think this is phenomenal. And I've never asked for anything more than, you know, loyal friends. And to know that, you know, Jamal is like family to me. I, I trust him endlessly. If, if I had to fall backwards, that exercise where you fall backwards, I know I wouldn't fall. I wouldn't fall. I wouldn't fall. Um, I'm not even going to talk about how amazingly handsome, <laughs> as you can see, gorgeous guy, always on Thank his boat. I, I even ask him sometimes, when do you sleep? Because I call Jamal, sometimes I text him and it's like, do not disturb, I'm driving right now. <laughs> I'm just like, you're always on the road, when do you sleep? But from his girls to the panel, his businesses, I mean, just had a brand new newborn, you know, not to put you all out there, but I mean, how do you do it? You're amazing. And I appreciate you. I value you. You know, you never miss a phone call. You're always, you know, on top of your A game. And I commend you. And I, Thank and I you. your influential. Thank you. Awesome. I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, another thing really, really fast. And then we got to wrap up. I got to correct Jalon. Jalon said that you were, um, you came in a little later. You oh, were holding Yeah, he was there. You were upstairs <laughs> holding the table. So we got yeah. to talk about how this gentleman right here was actually upstairs holding right. a reservation and prepping the table, everything. Thank you so much for that. But you were on time. You I got there before corrected. us. I stand <laughs> yeah. corrected. So we had two gentlemen, one downstairs and one upstairs. That's like, right. You know, oh like, my gosh, we had so much going on. My bad. Yeah. I stand corrected. Yeah. We're yeah. actually holding the table. That's Thank why you. I say, ladies, Jamal, yeah. money. <laughs> yeah. That is correct. Thank you. I wanted to make that correction. Yeah. Oscar. I have never checked Model Mayhem like in the past six years. I guarantee it, like hands down, I've not been on Model Mayhem. It's one of those sites that's like MySpace. It has perished nearly. <laughs> and I literally said, you know what? I want to, I think it was like the type, top of the year. I think it was like November, December holidays. And I'm like, I would yeah. love to get back yeah. into modeling and like, you know, at least, you know, do some um, coffee book portraits, you know, some international stuff. I checked my model mayhem literally like just days ago, Oscar messaged me. And I'm like, how ironic, you know, I'm looking at his portraits and I'm thinking of what I have in mind and I message back. When I met Oscar, he was totally professional. He sent me a professional email. We got on Zoom. Um, he was very transparent and honest. I immediately wanted to work with him, but it felt like again, how Oscar stated, we had known each other for a long time. It felt like something spiritual was immediately like connected. And I am like, this is someone I feel like I've known for ages, you know, that right. I grew up with. And immediately I was like, you know, whether or not we do this shoot doesn't matter. Who are you? <laughs> you know, because okay. I mean, just, right. there's so much depth to his soul and you can never, you know, effort for me, every conversation, I'm, I'm like speechless. Every conversation we have, um, 
I just, I take so much insight from Oscar. You know, um, it's it's never about his craft. It's just about, you know, his, his, his knowledge base, um, who he is as a man, his character stands, oh my God, righteously, <laughs> like hands down, like trustworthy, honest, um, always follows through in his word. But I just, it, it, it's so, it's so much more I want to say. I'm just, I'm, I've only known you for six months and I'm, again, I'm speechless because it's hard to trust someone so soon. And, right. you know, just the partnership that I feel it's, I'm so blessed because you came at a point where I wanted to start not only this panel, but, you know, just meet new people and fall in line with my talents, you know, and I thank you so much for everything you've shared with me thus far. Amazing guy, fun, cultural, lighthearted, knows how to put down work and just have a good time, you know, never predictable, always mysterious, funny. <laughs> End up at the uh, beach somewhere in another state, right? Yeah. <laughs> On a bike. On a bike. Okay, yeah. Nowhere. Yeah. Like, where are you? And I'm selling with my words because I'm emotional. Jalan did this to me. But anyway, um, you know, great parent, you know, for everything that Oscar has, um, you know, shared with me thus far. You know, I just, I admire his tenacity. You know, I don't know how men do it, but you guys are very strong. I thought women were strong. Men are very, very strong. So again, thank you so much. I have so many days where Oscar and I speak and, you know, it's, more of a, okay, let's start from the, the beginning. And let me help you to correct this foundation so that you learn from this experience, but then we'll move over to a recovery stage and we'll fix right. the problem together. So thank you for not allowing me to fall handicapped to issues, but to remedy and move along. Thank you. All right, All right where's my Kleenex box? We gonna wrap this up because we really- <laughs> oh, and this is the finale, guys. Final episode. Jalan said it all. Uh, she and I met in 2008. And yes, I've cared for Jaden. Um, but I feel like Jalan has cared for me. And um, while we don't necessarily have to speak about our personal experiences, I don't have to speak. This woman already knows what's going on. And she doesn't have to know the specifications of anything. Jalan will send me a meme in the middle of the day at a moment where I needed it the most. And it is specifically pertaining to what I'm going through in that moment. If it gets any more spiritual than that, please write me, <laughs> you know, because I don't know how two people meet and, you know, you find this friendship and it's just like a, a spiritual connection that is on a whole nother wave I've never known. Um, God, I've been through a lot with relationship, motherhood. I've been yeah. through a lot where I've doubted myself, um, where I did not want to be bothered or in, affected with anyone and alter my decision-making or even my space. And Jalan is someone that does not compromise my, my being. She always stands next to me. She gives me the freedom to be myself. She's so impeccable with listening. Oh my God, I can tell her anything and the confidentiality that she gives me, you know, um, if I just want to get away immediately, you know, 
whatever it is, if I'm hurting, she takes me to my favorite spot, <laughs> you know? Um, we share the same things. We love the same things. We're the same height, <laughs> you know? And while all these things might seem girly, girly, you know, they really, really mount up to greatness because when you can actually mirror the person who, you know, you are sisters with and you share a bond with, it just, it doesn't get any better. So, you know, I, while I can't say all of the things I want to say because of time, I love you so much. And, you know, I know the dreams of your heart and I know that they will manifest. God has his own timing. And that's the one thing that we battle with every day. When is it going to happen? But I love you sincerely. Whatever I can do, I will give everything and all for you. I love you. So that goes for each and every one of you. I thank you so much for this season, for rocking out with me. Um, it hasn't always been easy. <laughs> we've had highs and lows, and we've had a lot of panelists, as you guys have seen over the course of 10 episodes. Um, but I appreciate every single journey and every moment we've shared. So while we will uh, be taking a break for some time to prepare for season two, I look forward to coming back. And it's going to be amazing, edgier, spicier, juicier, fun, and enriching. Thank you so much, guys. Night, night. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs>